This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it <clears throat> a real POS? You need Shopify for retail. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on Ping.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. This is the Dustin Gold Standard right here on Ping. .tv slash gold. So, folks, I hope you like these new segments. Uh, one is my mom is crazy and gullible, and the other one is my dad is crazy and gullible. I know, very creative. <laughs> I'm actually gonna, thinking about making a sound effect and a graphic for that and start making that a regular segment because you wouldn't believe the stuff that I have to deal with, folks, when they are uh, texting me. All right, let's just look at this article quick, and then I'll explain this to you. It says, New York City Mayor Eric Adams suggested Friday that subway riders not wear headphones or focus on their phones during rides due to crime. Well, what happens, folks, when they're walking around with their augmented reality headset on? I don't know. It says, in a wide-ranging interview with Fox 5's Good Day New York, the Democratic leader opened with crime, saying that there had been a 47% increase in subway arrests. Adams said the city's government is working to ensure that residents feel safe in the Big Apple. Quote, I rode the subway yesterday, and it's the same thing. I haven't put my ear pods in for over a year because I feel like I need to uh, be very much aware. End quote, said anchor Bianca Peters. Quote, that's a quality of life issue. And so the uh, mayor replied, well, first, I think that you were right about, you know, not having your iPods in not focusing on the phone. And I say yes to that. I do the same. And we put a video and information telling people about being aware of what's around them and what's taking place. I encourage New Yorkers to do that. All right, listen, without going into great detail on this, I immediately was thinking to myself, well, this is all part of the setup, folks. So the demonizing of, uh, look, and I have my faults with the police because at the end of the day, they're the ones enforcing the laws and treading on us. But the, the demonizing of the police, so the individual policeman, like if I was a policeman and I knew that there was a pretty good chance if I got called to a domestic dispute, uh, some sort of a fight at a bar, whatever it may be, that I'm going to end up on videotape, and no matter what happens, I'm going to look like I roughed up this person, and that's the end of my career. It's going to go everywhere, and they're going to destroy me. Well, that's what's happened over the last few years with police officers, right? And so the police officers, and I know many myself, end up standing down. They don't respond to calls. They don't go out there. They're not going to get involved. They're not going to be hands-on. So the actual true criminals are allowed to just run free. And then you know in various cities around the country, they've been raising the uh, the figure up to like $900 or $1,000 worth of goods you could steal from a store without being arrested. You're just handed a citation. And so the criminals are running free. Okay, well, that's a system that is obviously created, and it is intentional. 
My father had also yesterday sent me articles on what's going on in Portland and all the homeless and tent cities and crime and everything else. Okay, yeah, I completely understand that. It's there. So what happens, though, with someone like my dad, and he was a cop and he's been a PI, sometimes he gets pulled back into clown world, into the WWE wrestling clown world. He looks at the surface and he goes, all these criminals are running free and the cops now aren't doing their job because of liberal mayors like this and we keep voting these people in and blah, 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 blah. Look, these people do not want to live in crime-ridden areas. You can't believe whether someone identifies or tells you they're a liberal, they're a leftist or whatever, that they love to walk out on the streets and see homeless tents everywhere, drag queen tranny hooker strippers rolling up and down the streets on uh, uh, hoverboards, you know, drug addicts all over the place, stores being broken into. Folks, it is intentional. There is a reason why this is happening. There's something like 101 homeless tent camps in Washington, D.C. right now. You don't truly believe that people like AOC or this Eric Adams or any of these other quacks actually want to live in hell, do you? You don't think they actually enjoy that? No, they all live in mansions behind a gate. All right. The idea is that they are driving us into a hellhole. This is all part of the plan. This is all part of making my life and your life so miserable that we will accept two things, folks prison planet technology all around us in the natural world and eventually locking ourselves in our 400 square foot pod prison closet and plugging ourselves into the metaverse you don't think that all these things are coming up in stories daily and seem like they're converging by accident this is not organic to force people into accepting a big brother prison planet technology they have to live in a miserable crime-ridden hellhole to get people to completely withdraw from the crime-ridden hellhole and go inside the matrix, you have to make the hellhole so dangerous that regular folks are afraid to walk out on the street. And that is how you convince them to go into the metaverse. They did it two and a half years ago with COVID Land, the high school theater production. They got people to be afraid to go out on the streets because of a germ that they stayed in their homes and they worked on Zoom, sort of the first iteration of the metaverse, the 2D metaverse. But it was a prep game, a test pilot. And so now the idea is to make everything miserable. Look, I have a friend of mine who might be coming on the show soon, Steve, who uh, had a really good YouTube podcast. And he was living in uh, Oregon City, I believe it was. He said it was actually uh, about 20, 30 minutes outside of Portland, you know, fairly conservative place, the original city that was founded in in uh, Oregon, and it had a nice downtown, and before you know it, all these druggies, all these trannies are hanging out there, and eventually he just picked up with his family, and they moved to Idaho. 
And so I see the same thing where I live in Frederick, Maryland. I talked to people that are natives here. They said 15, 20 years ago, this was a very conservative place, a lot of farms, farmers, open space, rural. Now it's over congested. It's a nice downtown, Civil War style downtown, uh, some nice like chic restaurants and stuff. But now there's literally trannies rolling around on hoverboards. I'm not kidding you. I, I shot some video of that. I'll show you one day. Um, but this is trickling in from the cities. For Steve, it came from Bo- uh, Portland. From here, it comes from Baltimore and Washington, D.C. And the idea is to spread this misery across the country in as many ways as possible. Folks, you can go to the USDA home loan grants. And you, if you are dirt poor, basically near homeless, you can get a grant uh, or a loan, a low-interest loan, that you're never going to be able to afford, so the house is going to end up getting foreclosed on uh, because you can't afford it based on the standards you have to meet in order to get this home out in rural areas. So they're trying to move urban trash out into the rural areas and destroy everything. They have to destroy this world. And I told you yesterday the same goes with technocracy. They have to destroy the economy to force people into a CBDC social score system. They have to destroy the natural world with pollution and climate change to get people to agree to go live inside of the metaverse where you can go hike and walk on the beach there. They are doing this in multiple ways. So one of them is spreading this crime, this disease all over the place. I mean, they're doing it with actual diseases and germs, as we showed in the beginning of the show with the monkeypox. And then they're also doing it with this orchestrated rise in crime. I mean, it's real crime, but they aren't policing it. They aren't controlling it. They're provoking it. They're actually in encouraging it and that is to make the world around you so disgusting uh, making it like the world that the folks in the matrix have to live in while they're riding around in the ebenezer eating mush okay basically eating crickets so they have to make you live in a shithole in a hellhole in order to drive you into accepting the solution which is the prison planet technology in the natural world and eventually going inside of the metaverse so Let's look at this article that uh, Maria Albanese, co-host of the Thomas Paine podcast on Fridays, posted yesterday. It goes hand-in-hand with this. This is over at the Daily Mail. It says, pictured, uh, career criminal 41 who shoves stranger onto New York City subway tracks is arrested as rap sheet reveals 20 years sentence for attempted murder. It says on Friday afternoon, 32-year-old David Martin was randomly targeted and attacked by another man who violently shoved him onto the train tracks in Queens, breaking his collarbone. Three days later, the New York Police Department confirmed to Daily Mail that they had arrested 41-year-old former rapper and career criminal LaMail McRae thanks to controversial face recognition software. So they had to throw the word in this article, controversial. Okay, they could have just said face recognition software, or they caught them and they didn't have to tell you. But that's not the point. The point is the normalization, desensitization to the facial recognition software. It says McRae was pictured exclusively by Daily Mail, uh bring uh, exclusively wow this article is these articles i read folks sometimes i stumble over them because 
some artificial intelligence wrote them and there's so many typos in here but it says brought to court while wearing the same yellow hoodie seen in the shocking video in 1998 mccray was sentenced to 20 years uh in prison was sentenced yeah see look at this folks in 1998 mccray was sentenced in 20 years in prison to 20 years in prison it should say on charges of attempted murder and robbery following an incident in the bronx following his parole mccray attempted a career as a rapper with the group the brooklyn kings yo with a z the group's most popular track memorial blah 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 now mccray is facing charges of attempted murder and so it goes on to talk about here how he was captured using this uh, facial recognition software i'm just flipping through some of the pictures here for the video audience at pain.tv slash gold all right so the idea behind this folks is that what they are doing and daily mail is part of this but just like the article we just read with the mayor talking about the rise in crime is the solution and you're going to see more and more of this now they're going to start catching these criminals these criminals that they allow to run around on the streets they provoke them and encourage them to commit crimes they are now going to start catching them using facial recognition software similar to what we reviewed here peter thiel the government oligarch the technocrat the transhumanist technology clearview ai which is the ability to scan your face and then pull up your entire digital footprint you know via your face scan and so now they're going to start to turn the artificial intelligence face scans into the hero and there will be people on both sides of the aisle including a lot of people like my father just a traditional fox news conservative former law enforcement who will cheer it on and they will say this technology is good look we're catching all these criminals well don't you understand that the reason why the criminals were allowed to run free why we provoke them to go out there and commit crime was for the purpose of introducing this technology and then getting you used to it and cheering it on and before you know it folks everyone's face is scanned that's out there and that all becomes part of the prison planet you live in now when you're walking around being scanned at all times you don't think that this is just to prevent crime or come after you because you're deemed a criminal folks no they need all the facial recognition also for your digital twin in the metaverse because as they say every single person will have a digital twin avatar and so what you're doing in the real world while you're interacting with the augmented reality side of things your avatar will also know about inside of the cyber world inside of the metaverse and so they need to have all these 3d cameras around the world in order to track you and trace you inside of the metaverse as well folks everything is being tracked as the world economic forum panel showed us in the industrial metaverse they're building now everything in the industrial world is having a digital twin meaning there is a 3d model of everything being built and that will be your digital twin you will have one whether or not you create it yourself so if there's an app or some feature on apple iphone or on android that says create your avatar create your digital twin and you won't do it it's already going to be created because you're going to be scanned and tracked and traced all over the place everywhere you go and all you're going to have to do is go there and claim your digital twin folks i'm telling you they are corralling us they are driving us 
into this cyber world and you see it coming from the standpoint of the food from the standpoint of the economy from the standpoint of this crime everywhere is uh is designed now to drive us into this technological world folks they're doing it in so many ways and it's just a problem reaction solution feedback loop ladies and gentlemen i'll be right back i am dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold this episode is brought to you by shopify do you have a point of sale system you can trust or is it a real pos you need shopify for retail from accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify POS has everything you need to sell in person. Go to shopify.com slash system, all lowercase, to take your retail business to the next level today. That's shopify.com slash system. You're listening to the Dustin Gold Standard on pain.tv. Ladies and gentlemen, I am Dustin Gold. You are listening to pain.tv slash gold. And this, folks, this is the Dustin Gold Standard, ladies and gentlemen. You know, folks, Mike Moore has taken up the moniker of Thomas Paine for quite a while. If I were going to take up one, I, I mean, I have... Uh, several founding fathers there was good and bad in everyone but uh, right now I, I would have to take up paul revere you know and uh revere arranged to have a signal lit in the old north church you probably heard this story folks and it was one lantern if the british were coming by land and two lanterns if they were coming by sea and so i would have to have three lanterns up there to tell you that the technocracy is coming from everywhere they're coming from the land, they're coming from the sea, they're coming from the sky, they're coming from the ground, they're coming from everywhere, folks. The technocracy is all around us now, and they are driving us into this prison planet world, uh, into this matrix. I think you can start to see now, start to look at all of these things around you that sometimes you fall into the trap of the wwe wrestling clown world like my father does or my mother does my father i've talked to more about politics over the years because we allied on conservatism and even both supported uh trump back in 2015-16 but it's almost like he's stuck at that point he can't get out of it but i did have a long discussion with him the other day and there were some breakthrough moments i was talking to him about the psychedelics and the vr goggles and he was pretty amazed he does not listen to the show i've never actually shared it with him because i don't want to get in any arguments <laughs> with him when i see him i think i've crack some jokes about him on the show over the last uh, 71 episodes but folks i'm telling you three lanterns because the techno technocracy the transhumanists the technocratic transhumanists are coming from all directions ladies and gentlemen they are literally surrounding us and now when you start to look at all of the stuff that really doesn't didn't make sense to you or was blamed on just leftism or liberalism or bleeding hearts you know, it has a much more strategic purpose than any of that. 
And so it, it's designed to make the real world so miserable that you're willing to accept defeat and retreat into the metaverse or blow your own brains out or drink yourself to death. I don't, they'd be happy with any of those folks. These guys would be happy with any of those. All right. Up on the screen, I have a Vox article. Now, I was not going to get into this today because Maria Albanese co-host of the thomas Payne podcast on fridays good friend of mine sent this over to me today and uh i knew a little bit about this but not a lot and so i read a couple of articles she sent to me and i said you know what maria i'm gonna pop this in here today because this directly falls in line with what we've been talking about the last two days and it falls in line actually with what we just talked about for the first hour here and so I'm going to lay this out for you, and then I'm going to try to get Maria on. I don't know how much research she has done into this, uh, but I'd like to get her on for about an hour to talk about this in depth, uh, because this is further proof of the rise of the technocrats. And this is not to blackpill people. This is so you're aware of what is actually happening uh, and why it's moving so quickly it feels like it's coming at us at warp speed and that is because it's coming at us at warp speed folks all right this says curtis yarvin wants american democracy toppled he has some prominent republican fans the new right blogger has been cited by blake masters and jd vance what exactly is he advocating folks all right and blake masters as you know is one of peter thiel's boys uh who he is promoting for public office he's backing with money and this guy worked for peter thiel we covered that briefly on the show i haven't gotten into all the candidates that peter thiel has been backing you just need to know right now that peter thiel is active in uh, politics but whether he gets people into office or not i don't think really matters because he is a government oligarch folks but let let's look into this curtis yarvin because this is actually quite important now i know that uh i believe whitney webb did some work on yarvin that i had read about before and then maria sent me the article again if i could ever get whitney webb on the show i would talk to her about this but as of right now she has not responded to my request for an appearance so if anyone is uh, in communication with her please let her know i'd love to have her on the show and she can promote her book do whatever she wants i just have some questions on some topics that she's researched in more depth than i have folks all right so feel free to uh to reach out to her it says here in september 2021 jd vance a gop candidate for senate in ohio appeared on a conservative podcast to discuss what is to be done with the united states and his proposals were dramatic he argued donald trump should be uh, should he win another term to quote seize the institutions of the left end quote fire quote every single mid-level bureaucrat end quote in the united states government quote replace them with our people end quote and defy the supreme court if it tries to stop him now in theory, if I'm operating in WWE clown world, I agree with this, okay? Seize the institutions of the left 
every uh, fire every single uh, mid-level bureaucrat replace them with uh, like-minded folks and defy the Supreme Court if it tries to stop them. Now, in theory, yes, if I'm operating in WWE Clown World and I believed it was that easy if we were back in 2015, I would 100% have been on board with a plan like this and cheered it on. Okay, let's continue. To the uninitiated, all that might seem stunning. But Vance acknowledged he had an intellectual inspiration, quote, so there's this guy, Curtis Yarvin, who has written about some of these things, end quote. Nearly a decade earlier, a Stanford law student named Blake Masters asked by a friend for reading, asked by a friend for reading recommendations for a book club, emailed a link to a set of blog posts. These posts made an argument that was quite unusual in the American context, asserting that the democratically elected U.S. government should be abolished and replaced with a monarchy. Its author, then writing synonymously, was Yarvin, or sorry, pseudo-anonymously. Masters is now the GOP Senate nominee in Arizona. At a campaign event last year, according to Vanity Fair's James Pogue, he was asked how he'd actually drain the swamp in Washington. Quote, one of my friends has this acronym he calls RAGE, retire all government employees, end quote. Masters answered, you probably guessed who the friend is. All right, so again, we're just setting up this story. Don't worry that it's in Vox. This is important now because we're not looking at the world through a uh, right-left paradigm here at the Dust and Gold Standard. I cannot talk today, folks. I'm sorry about that. It says, in many thousand words worth of blog posts over the last uh, past 15 years computer programmer and tech startup founder curtis yarvin has laid out a critique of american democracy arguing that it's liberals and elite academic institutions media outlets and the permanent bureaucracy who hold true power in this declining country while the united states executive branch has become weak incompetent and captured all right So let's just frame this up quickly. If we're operating in clown world, you have the right and you have the left. Okay. And so for a long time, if you came from the right, we were led to believe that the left was a bunch of communists and that they had power and they were destroying the constitutional republic. Our founders were the greatest thing since sliced bread. And all we had to do was win elections get conservatives in well first we had to beat rhinos republicans in name only we had to push them out get conservatives in have the conservatives win the elections over the left stop the commies and then restore our country to the constitution that's what we were led to believe now people on the left you have to look at it from their standpoint they were being told that the right were fascists Okay, and then all they had to do was get true progressives into office, uh, knock out basically the uh, establishment uh, blue dog Democrats, put the progressives in, and then the progressives 
we're going to restore the country back to the Constitution. That's, that's basically what both sides were led to believe. All right, it says, but he stands out among right-wing commentators for being probably the single person who spent the most time gaming out how exactly the U.S. government could be toppled and replaced, quote, rebooted, end quote, or, quote, reset, end quote as he likes to say, with a monarch, CEO, or dictator at the helm. Okay, so this guy is professing this stuff, toppling the government and replacing it with a monarch, CEO, or dictator. He is not advocating to topple the left and replace it with conservatives who want to restore the country to the Constitution and rebuild this representative democracy. He doesn't talk about cleaning up the corruption and restoring us back to our constitutional rights. No. He's advocating for rebooting or resetting the entire government and putting it under the leadership of a monarch, CEO, or dictator. Now, surprisingly enough, you know, Trump has battled back and forth with um, Dick Cheney's daughter, right? And so Dick Cheney, once advocated for, apparently spent his whole career trying to prove that the president, the executive branch, has all the power and wanted to seize all the power of the government and put it under the control of the president. Well, that would be like a monarch CEO or a dictator. It goes on to say, Yarvin argues that a creative and visionary leader a, quote, startup guy, end quote, like he says Napoleon or Lenin was, should seize absolute power, dismantle the old regime, and build something new in its place. So he is advocating for this guy, Yarvin, who has inspired J.D. Vance and Blake Masters, backed by Peter Thiel, and you know who Thiel is, and Thiel being in bed with uh, President Trump, and Thiel behind Blake Masters, and Blake Masters, I think every day I get 16 emails uh, from the GOP and the Trump campaign list promoting the hell out of Blake Masters, right? So Blake Masters now following the political writings of this Yarvin who is advocating for overthrowing the U.S. government, okay, not saying overthrowing the left and returning it to a constitutional republic, but overthrowing the entire government, which we're to believe is just a corrupt version of the constitutional republic. So overthrowing the constitutional republic, rebooting it and resetting it, and putting into place a monarch CEO or dictator like Napoleon or Lenin, and they should seize absolute power dismantle the old regime so he's talking about the old form of government the constitutional republic and build a new form of government in its place this is the guy who has inspired the candidates that are backed by peter thiel more on this when i get back ladies and gentlemen i am dustin gold with the dustin gold standard right here on pain.tv slash gold you're listening to the dustin gold standard on pain.tv Join the discussion at pain.tv slash gold. 